Every little thing you think that you need. Every little thing you think that you need. Every little thing that's just feeding your greed. Oh, I bet that you'd be fine without it. What's your name, brother? Hi. Welcome uh, to the bonus round. All right. <laughs> well, my name's Lucas. I'm a student here at UD. I'm a cool. sophomore. Oh, yeah. thanks, man. Thanks so for being coming here. Coming out, man. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, I live here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> where, where are you from originally? Uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Another great Midwestern city. Yeah. 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 Oh, so uh, my question is... You can get a little closer to that mic if you don't mind. All right. I know you're oh, super tall. What are you, like, 6'9"? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not that tall. Uh... So, uh, <laughs> you can take it off, man. It's all right. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to drop it. That's all right. It's a microphone. It drops. It's been dropped a million times, I'm sure. There you go. Oh, no. Uh, okay. There you go, dude. <laughs> Thanks for this, sir. Okay, yeah. So, my question is what do you guys believe is the common good? And how does minimalism contribute to that? Yeah, yeah. So, so. so that's a great question, by the way. You'll very awesome. rarely hear me say that. Um, um, All of the previous questions were the crap compared to that question, yeah, Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, here, here's why I'll rarely say that, because it's, I usually say, I caught myself a long time ago. I would go back, like, like watching game tapes and like listen to old interviews we did to see how awful it was. Mm-hmm. And like I would say that after every question. Oh, great question. They throw you a <laughs> softball like, hey, what is minimalism? Oh, what a great question. <laughs> and I realized like I was just saying this to like to fill space, kind of like I'm doing right now. Um, no, and so, so uh, you said, did you say common good? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I would say greater good. Greater and, good. And, okay. and, um, and, and so I tend to think of greater good as in, how do we maximize the ideal life for the most number of people? Uh, Ryan earlier talked about how it's not a perfect life, it's not an easy life, it's a simple life. And, and when, when you simplify your life, I find quite often you start to figure out what's actually important and, and what's going to contribute to the, the greater good. And what does that mean, greater good? It just means beyond myself. It means I have to get my life in order before I can start to try to contribute in some meaningful way. Whether that's something like going to the House of Bread over in West Dayton and and contributing to to people who just need food, or it's finding ways to contribute a message that may simplify people's lives. The the greater good is how do we maximize the happiness happiness and meaning in, in people's lives. And I think it's a landscape. So, so if you think of a landscape, there are peaks and valleys, right? And so the, the peak of my life might be slightly different from the peak of your life. Like what is maximized for me might be different for you. And I think it's different for each individual person in this room. And, and that means the ideal happiness or ideal life is going to look slightly different for each person. So the greater good is, is an amalgamation of... of everyone who's in here, everyone who's listening to this, and how do we try to maximize or, or improve their life? And so how do we minimize to maximize is sort of a way. And here's the problem. We're stuck in all the valleys of that landscape right now. And minimalism teaches us that there's a different place from these valleys. We've been, we've been blanketing our lives with stuff to try to make us happy. 
Ryan talked earlier about filling the void with stuff, and it just widens the gap. It makes that, that valley in the landscape wider, and it makes it harder to find these peaks and valleys. Um, there's something that's sad. Um, we, we, we're, we're in a lot of pain, and I think we try to medicate a lot of times with stuff, but we also try to medicate with, with, uh, with, with drugs. So we're in Montgomery County right now. This is the overdose capital of the United States. And I don't know what the solution to that is. Um, and so I feel very lucky um, to not have that addiction myself. But I also feel very sympathetic because I know a lot of people in my own personal life who, who do have that addiction. And I don't know what the overall solution is other than going out and helping the people that I can help. And it doesn't mean fixing everyone's life, but I think living a simpler life allows us to reprioritize what, what our actual priorities are and maybe, just maybe, suffer less as a result. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I feel like I'm giving the same answer to different questions. Uh, minimalism helps us to realize like we don't need nearly as much as what we desire and once one has that true realization of like wow like i can just be happy with the things i have now i don't have to have a new car every couple of years i don't have to have a nice big home i don't have to go on that fancy vacation every i mean once some once one realizes like oh wow like i actually i, I need to focus more on my priorities rather than on stuff it opens the door for people to contribute. So, um, like, if I, I was trying to think of something pithy, um, the pithiest thing I could come up with is minimalism can help someone fill the void with contribution towards their community rather than stuff. Interesting. Uh, uh, thank you. Thanks, Thanks Lucas. Appreciate it. it. Can I, uh, can I get a hug? Hell yeah, you can. Yeah, I know you guys are hugging. Yeah, you don't dude, have to bring, wait till after. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> he is 6'9". Uh, nice nice All right, um, we got time for one more. Actually, we don't have time, but we'll make time for one more. What's your name, brother? Thank you very much. I'm, uh, I'm Nick. I'm from Columbus, Ohio, so... Not too far from here. I'm a student here currently, though. Oh, cool. Wait, did I hear woo? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Some of I heard an OH out there somewhere. Oh, God. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong school, Ryan. <laughs> it, we actually did that at our Columbus stop this year, and it, was, uh, it felt very cult-like. So um, I'm currently pursuing a degree in uh, mechanical engineering, pursuing my bachelor's. And, um, you know, as an engineer, once I get out, have a good paying job. It's not really part of it, but um, uh, so somebody who, as an engineer, I feel like we have a lot of stress on us to produce, mm -hmm. to innovate, and to come up with a lot more stuff. Mm -hmm. Sure. Come up with tons of things, and we, in my opinion, are throwing more of these um, wants or desires into um, society. Fidget spinners. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> So I guess in your guys' eyes, how could I, as an engineer, promote more of a minimalistic society? Yeah, I have the perfect idea for you, dude. 
biodegradable cell phone. Um, <laughs> biodegradable TV. Uh, biodegradable laptop. Like, no, I, I, we, we need stuff, man. Like, um, we have a microphone. I've got a laptop. There is an opportunity cost that comes along with producing those things. If I was an engineer, man, like, that's where my head would be. Maybe you don't start with a cell phone. Maybe it's, you know, uh, think of something that we view as disposable and that we're constantly throwing out and filling the landfill with, with things that are going to be there for hundreds of years, centuries, uh, and think about how you can help minimize uh, that, that, that waste. So I think it's awesome you're an engineer. I think it's awesome that you are uh, getting into this minimalist mindset. So it's like, how, how, can you, how can you take these simple ideas and apply them towards the things that you make? And you're going to get a ton of pushback, dude. Because the world that you're going to go into, it is, how can we create a want? How can we, how can we make someone feel like they need this thing? And I, I think you can you know, kind of marry the two ideas with, with going down you know, the road, something like that. Yeah, I think you don't have to be part of the problem. I think it's easy to become part of the problem, though. I'll give you a couple examples. Uh, so first off, Ryan and I refuse to do ads on our podcast. Um, they're 100% advertisement free. But um, it's, there's a weird irony here. Like if we decided to do ads on our podcast, we'd be rich right now. L like literally. Like, uh, like seven figures a year rich. Uh, that's how many people listen to it. It's one of the biggest podcasts in the world, which is a really weird thing to say. And so the, the path of least resistance for me would be, well, yeah, that makes sense. We all like money. And here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with money. In fact, you know, money can, well, here, here, so, so money doesn't solve all of our problems, but it does solve all of our money problems. <laughs> right? The weird thing about that, though, is almost all of our money problems are self-inflicted. Um, I grew up really poor and thought, well, hey, we're not happy because we don't have money. And then I became rich in my 20s and realized that, like, well, hey, wait a minute. The reason I wasn't contented earlier was we had a lot of money problems that were self-inflicted. And then I had money problems in my 20s that were self-inflicted. And, in fact, I was technically more broke when I was, in, when I was rich because I had this thing called debt. And, and I had a lot of people who would be willing to give me enough well, enough money so that I could continue to pay them back with lots of interest. And, and so, um, in a weird way, I was just reproducing the problem on a grander scale. And as an engineer, you have that opportunity to reproduce a problem. And I think advertisements are a huge part of the problem in our society. And, and so that's why we won't get behind that. Uh, is there a way to do it ethically and, and, and sustainably and, and, and do good advertising? Yeah, probably. But it's just not in line with our ethos, and so we're not going to talk about what mattress we sleep on at night or, um, or what a shaving, uh, whatever podcast. Yeah, Wedgie-free underwear. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I think... Patent pending, sorry. That was a good idea. <laughs> and I, I think that, that you can choose to create. Ryan and I create. You can create as, in, as an engineer in a way that, that is sustainable and aligns with your values. Is it gonna be difficult? Hell yeah, it is, but everything worth doing is difficult, man. Thanks for your question, Nick. Thank you very much. Yeah. Have a hug, too. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude.
Every little thing you think that you need. Every little thing you think that you need. Every little thing that's just feeding your greed. Oh, I bet that you'd be fine without it. Every little thing that you gotta have. Every little thing that you gotta have. You gotta reach for and you gotta grab. Oh, I bet that you'd be fine without it. So tear your eyes away, or tear.